0: Hello and welcome to the Young Cat Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Sands. My co-host this week for the second fabulous time is Colin McGuire. That
1: was condescending.
0: That was not at all condescending. That was fantastic. And, and our guests this week are Dan McNeil and Meg McWhorter from Miscellaneous Distillery in Mount Airy. You Woo!
2: Go. Yeah!
0: <laughs> uh, before we get started, I think... Colin wants to tell everyone about the Craft Distillers of Festival. Of course.
1: You guys are going to be there, right? Hell yeah. The Frederick Craft Spirits Festival, the first ever one, is going to be held downtown at the 200 East Art House on April 22nd, beginning at noon. Are you guys speaking? Or are you giving...
3: No, we're not speaking. No, not we, okay. we opted out of that. You opted out? Yeah. So you have nothing to say? Not right now about I it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, show up, be there.
1: <laughs> it, it starts at noon. Tickets you can find at frederickspiritsfestival.com what if someone doesn't know what the 200 east art house is that's at 200 east patrick street in downtown frederick maryland there's gonna be 15 different distilleries there you guys are one of them mm-hmm. from all around the state we're gonna have music some bluegrass music we're gonna have food trucks we're gonna have seminars we're gonna have a cheese place so you could buy cheese
0: will there be mm-hmm. cheesemongers
1: yes we're going to give away water which is probably a good idea it is at a <laughs> festival like this so it'll be great it'll be fun you'll you'll be there too i will be there it'll be good so I that's that's all I'm you need to be for <laughs> <laughs> hey, Colin, all right calling your excuse all
0: right so let's um first let's just talk about how did you
3: get into distilling sure yeah uh i guess the, the story sort of starts with me i um I was working in politics for a while and just really wanted to get out of it and do something real. And I uh, was living back up in New Jersey where I grew up, uh, mostly, and was uh, hanging out with my neighbor who is a, an upholster and uh, his wife is uh, an artist. And I got to thinking about, well, wow, man, that is really cool. He can just take this gorgeous piece of wood and uh, craft it together with some leather and just make a, a you know handmade, beautiful work of art couch. And I was like, Phew, so that's interesting. And, you know, she's just really inventive with different materials. Um, so I thought, wow, you know, why don't I do something like that? Not upholstery, you know, that's not my field, but I'd love to find what my niche is. And I've, you know, I've always loved spirits since I got my first sip at 14. And, you know, that was a scotch and it just kind of turned me on to the whole craft. So since then, I've always been really drawn to it and thought, you know, could I do this? Um, and, you know, it, it, it peaked a little bit more in 2007. I was in Kentucky. So is that the furniture. first
0: alcohol you ever had was a spirit? Uh, no. At the age of I mean, it was a
3: spirit, but it was I was younger than that. Um, and, you know, somebody said, oh, you know, pass me that Coke. And they said it was a Coke. And I was like, oh, I'm thirsty. I'm going to have some of this. And it was not just Coke. It was whiskey Coke. So, you know, it was, uh, but, you know, when you're like eight and you don't realize that that's right. it's, it's, it's they're like, that's no, you're not so supposed great. to drink that. <laughs> so
0: so embarrassing story one of the first kind of alcohols I ever had was Zima. That is not really I've
3: never even had it cuz you can't find it anymore. Lucky you? for
0: you they're bringing it back. Terrific. I've I read that recently cuz it showed up absolutely oh, really? everywhere cuz apparently people really miss Zima.
3: Do they really miss it though or do they just want I to say I think that's they one of
0: those it. things like you say you miss uh, some other lame thing crystal pepsi child. yes miss crystal which pepsi
3: i drank the other day which also buddy.
0: embarrassingly this is the second time crystal pepsi has been mentioned during
3: this podcast it's terrible <laughs> it's terrible I'm sorry to bring up old 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 memories old wounds All right, so sorry so, I uh, yeah. you. so anyway so we were you know i'm looking at you know what to do and i i really found this distilling to be uh, you know a, a market opportunity and something that really spoke to me so I looked into you know other craft distilleries around the country and started going to visit them. I uh, I started talking to them about how they got into it and started just reading a bunch of books, reading all the websites and everything I could get my hands on, and uh, just finding out whether this was the right path for me. And you know, I the more I kind of thought about you know the flavors I want to create and the spirits I want to create. Um, I really just wanted to focus on rum and whiskey to start off with because those were always my favorites. So
1: how did you end up in Maryland?
3: I ended up in Maryland, um, because of her. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, how did you guys meet? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we were working in Georgetown university in 2010. Um, so we met there, uh, she was working in the president's office. I was working for a division of the um, Office of the President, doing um, basically the big events. So I was protocol and events, and um, we kind of collaborated on several big events, whether it was you know the President of the United States or the President of Georgia or something like that. We always had to kind of work on different things together. So we—that um, uh, sounds like it would be both an awesome and horrible
0: job at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it can
3: be because with the different, you know, cultures, the different timelines, you know, the president Mm -hmm. could be like, I want to speak here tomorrow, and you have to make it happen, like, you can't say no. Um, Sorry, buddy, Um, book that. Yeah, (laughs) oh, geez, we have a basketball game, sorry, you (laughs) can't do it, you know. Um,
2: Or on some weeks, it would be, well, we have the president of Jordan, or Georgia, or Mm. some, you know, other university, or whatever else it might be, and so the same small teams are then trying to rally and make all the timelines work, and, you know, just really... Accommodate everybody. So, hmm. a lot of logistics, a lot of getting all the pieces sorted out for sure. But it was fun. Oh, yeah, it was fun. Good people.
3: But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we're both glad to be out of it.
1: <laughs> you said you were in politics before. What did you do in politics?
3: I worked on uh, the two previous conventions. So, in oh. 2008, 2012. And I did a lot of different elections as well from 2000, um, 2005, 2004 through 2012. And what you said, it didn't fulfill you, so why did you do it? (laughs) I know, it it, it interested me, but it wasn't, you know, at the end of the day, I didn't have something real, like, let's Mm -hmm. say your candidate won or your candidate lost, like, for me, I wasn't going to go into government, That Mm -hmm. uh, that wasn't the path I wanted to take, so... I would end up looking for another job and, you know, whether it was a six month stint with this campaign or a year long or whatever, Mm -hmm. you kind of have this big come down after election night and you'd have to look for something else. And, you know, then it's finding the right candidate that speaks to you, whether you think they have a shot or not, you know, there's a whole lot that goes into it and it's, it's exhaustive. So.
2: Mm -hmm. So
0: I've watched scandal
1: (laughs) and they seem
0: to feel that way at thorn show. Yeah. That's all I have to
1: bring to that. Oh, point. okay. <laughs> well, Mount Airy though. Mount Mount Airy is a very small town, and Mar- you said you you met in Georgetown, but I mean, Mount, how did you find Mount Airy? How do we find Mount Airy?
2: Yeah. So, um, so I grew up in Gaithersburg, oh, okay. um, and then I'd been living in D.C. for a while. Um, we we really found Mount Airy because of the location of our friend's farm. Um, so, Gravel Springs Farms is in Carroll County uh, near New Windsor, um, and they're friends of ours for. Well, almost, I'm at, I'm almost a decade. Him
3: in 2008. Yeah, you know, so it's almost a decade. Then.
2: Yeah, so um, you know, as we were getting into this, as we were starting this idea, we really wanted to be partnering with them, um, and so being nearby made a lot of sense. Um, and so they grew all the grain inputs that we're using for our rye whiskey, and we'll continue to work with them on grain inputs moving forward. But in some ways, we kind of started there, and then began to explore sort of towns nearby. Um, and so we drove around, um, looked at different open spaces, um, actually in Mount Airy, the, what, what first drew us there is, uh, an old bank building, um, that's on the corner of Prospect and Main. Um, and it's been empty for quite a while, um, but it's got so much potential. It's really a very cool space. Um, so we kind of drove into town. We saw that, we saw some other facets of the town that we just really liked, um, and, the landlord that we're renting from now in our smaller space where we're starting off um, is also the owner of that bank. Uh-huh. Um, so the dream is um, prove the concept. Um, my my joke is you know make sure we've got an idea that we can bring to the bank, mm-hmm. um, and then grow from there. So, uh-huh. you know I think um, in some ways you know that was one of the features that brought us to Mount Airy. Um, I also wanted to be, I wanted to be in Maryland. I wanted to be close to family. And um, Dan grew up in a really rural part of New Jersey. Um, so I think we were kind of looking for an area that had, you know, proximity to different, um, you know, to to cities and to uh, bigger areas where we can distribute our product and really build a market um, and also a place that we wanted to call home um, and, and get situated there. And I think our, the town has just been so, um, so fabulously welcoming. I mean, the example that came to mind on our way over here today, we dropped off some materials for the um, uh, florist and a boutique uh, in town and they're hosting a sweet 16 party for themselves this week. And they wanted to feature, um, the rum in a punch and they wanted to highlight what we're up to. And, um, you know, just people that are being really proactive and, um, and see the benefit that having more businesses on main street, um, in Mount Airy can have. So I think that's been a, you know, really appealed to us and has been a benefit as we've been getting going.
0: So, um, on your website, it says your first exposure to, craft distilling was in the Caribbean. So is that where like, the seed was planted or was that just a cool experience? That
2: Yeah, yeah, it was a, I mean, a seed was planted. Um, I, I do think um, what really brought me into this was initially you know, supporting my, my boyfriend's project. You know, And at first it was sort of this extra thing I was working on. Um, and then I made the mistake of going to a uh, industry conference Actually, the American Distilling Institute, which had their conference here in Baltimore this year. Um, so I tagged along in, in Louisville again, just thinking, oh, I'll see what I can learn. It'll be something I interesting. Her in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, you know, really had the experience there of seeing how much is happening, seeing how exciting this is. I'm really seeing a place that, um, that, that distilleries, as small businesses, are able to make some really exciting choices about how they're participating in their communities about how they're choosing suppliers about how they're making awesome products that are really getting out there. And so after that, I, I was in, um, and so that was back in 2015, I think
3: 14, 15. What year is this? 15. Yeah. Yeah. 15. Um, this isn't 15. I get that. Yeah. (laughs) But, but as you're
2: asking about, I, um, I was a Peace Corps volunteer in the Caribbean, um, actually in a town called Mount Airy, oddly. Uh Um, (laughs) yeah. So, um, So there I got to see some really amazing rum distilleries, um, and and they're really, you know, working, some of them with modern equipment, some of them totally without. Um, So it was cool to get to see that, and, um, you know, as we start working on aged rums, I'm dreaming that we'll have something that sort of reflects some of the products that I loved from from that time.
0: So how did you learn to
3: distill? I, uh... I did. I spent about two years traveling around to different distilleries and hanging out with them whenever they would let me hang out. Um, so sometimes it'd be for like 20 minutes, sometimes it'd be for a couple hours. And then uh, I took a couple courses, uh, one with the American Distilling Institute, another with a group called um, Moonshine University, another uh, one with uh, uh, Cornell uh, Extension up in New York. Uh, so there's a little bit of hands on time there. Um, and that kind of allowed me to think about what it was I wanted to develop as far as recipes and how I'd want to get there. Um, so really the first times I got to run our equipment after we got our federal license and state license, um, I had built a little five gallon still and just kind of fired it up in the distillery. And it took us 21 test batches to get the rum recipe that we thought we'd want to scale up. And then once we fired that, the Large equipment up, you know, it was it just kind of. I knew the equipment based on the discussions I'd had and everything uh, I'd worked through. So, you know, the fermentations, um, when you know, I'd, I'd done 21 test ones of those, so I knew the numbers kind of worked out. Um,
2: batch 14, batch, was batch 14 was the <laughs> winner, yeah.
0: So, you know, is it, it hard to scale up from that, or is it just <coughs> a
3: multiplier? Like, a it's a it's uh, it's not exactly a multiplier, that's it, you know, like you have to take into account that you know if you put in um, if you put in more sugar it's not necessarily going to yield you know more if you don't have the nutrients there to help the yeast um, in the rum so uh, you have to account for those types of things and um, you can talk with the different vendors that are going to supply those sort of inputs and they'll guide you through it that's kind of you know this industry doesn't want you to fail they want you to be there because they want you to be successful it makes them successful so um, whether it's talking with the other distillers in this area or you know in other states or with the suppliers of the inputs or the still manufacturers or the mash tun manufacturers they all want you to use their equipment use it right you know get the best possible inputs and products out of it so
0: yeah. Um, that was another thing I had read. You, you said that the craft distilling, um, community is very collaborative and mm-hmm. supportive. So we're, we, have you been able to get help and bounce ideas back and
3: forth with the other Frederick distillers? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, the Frederick group meets every two months and we're, we try and make every one of those meetings so we can you know, figure out what which direction everybody's going and you know how we can all be real collaborative to make sure that this this region and this industry is growing around here um and then as far as uh you know we have our our one product out right now is is our risky rum and uh we're looking to scale up um that kind of operation for our whiskey um so i actually called one of the other distilleries in the state that has scaled up their um their equipment to just kind of bounce how that's working out for him in the first couple months of his equipment, Mm -hmm. how it might work out for us with with the the same type of equipment. So That's
1: a perfect segue. We should drink some then. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) That's what we uh, should uh, do. Try some. That's what we should do. And while
0: you're pouring, I will give the disclaimer (laughs) that I've given three other times so far that um, any facial expressions I make are not a reflection (laughs) on your product. (laughs) I do not particularly...
1: Not a huge fan
0: totally of spirits. Totally fair. Totally so fair. So give you a half pour then.
2: Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, Ooh, that's yeah. probably... They
1: have their own shot glasses too. Can we get a zoom in on this? Graham? <laughs> no? Yes? Look at that. Uh, Graham, there did you want one? Graham, did you want one? Oh.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Well, here. I'll, do you want me to give you... A?
2: Here. No. I'm okay. I have
3: to drive and she has to work. So one of us is... Yeah, we can, we can yeah. share. We're going to share one. <laughs>
1: So what's going to be your analysis of this, Chris, after you have it? Um, uh, I want to hear your breakdown.
0: Well, the, fir- the first thing I can tell is that the smell is not repulsive
1: to me. <laughs> Great. That's um, good. That's oh, what we really aim
0: for. And uh, feel free to use that quote <laughs> on yeah. any marketing material yeah. if you want.
3: When so we do new rack cards, we'll absolutely have Yeah, yeah. Like it. smell is not repulsive. Not repulsive. <laughs> um, th-
0: So that – and so far that is something I've noticed that of you guys are the fourth fourth distillery we've mm-hmm. done Grandma. and
1: <laughs> what's that he was, no I was just watching Graham oh, Go ahead. Um,
0: <laughs> and, I, and I've been yelled at before if we refer to Graham you're supposed to say Graham is the producer know, and sorry, cameraman producer. because he says that it doesn't make sense to people if we just refer to Graham okay because he's off camera yeah yeah, yeah. yeah get that you can't hear me <laughs> <laughs> um And there, there has been at least something from every distillery that I have liked, Mm -hmm. despite um, not liking spirits in general. Although Mm -hmm. I am starting to learn to like some.
2: Yeah. Well, and the um, spirits event on the twenty second is going to be a great chance to try quite a lot. Try all of them. April twenty
1: second.
0: Yeah, maybe we we have Lyft in Frederick now, right? And Uber and yeah, Uber, but yeah, there's that whole delete.
1: Well, you we know Uber we have. Movement, I, I, so I should
0: I feel like I shouldn't use I, Uber. I should shout <laughs> out
1: this. There, there's that uh, that that program where they pick you up in your own car and drive you home. Do you know about this? Mm-hmm. It's Is that really like you call your mother? Or? No, uh, no. <laughs> I hey, know, was, was that a weird. mother joke or? I I know, know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So that you can try, there will be 15 different distilleries. See camera. Um, 15 different distilleries <laughs> in every. You know, there a, there's going to be various uh, spirits from each distillery. Oh, yeah. uh, you guys, just, us. Uh, <laughs> you guys just have the rum, <laughs> which I want to ask about in a second. But yeah. um, you know, you could essentially get the, it's a quarter ounce pour. I think a quarter ounce mm-hmm. that that you get as part of the ticket from each distiller. I mean, you could have upwards of sixty shots or mm-hmm. sixty quarter pour. Yeah, so. yes. sixty quarter pour. Yeah, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. how many fingers is that? I'd Can you do the math real quick while we talk? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm leaving this. This is good. Okay. All I know is that this is good.
1: This is very good.
0: So, I um, my friends growing up couldn't be trusted to be the designated driver. Mm -hmm. So, I quit drinking for probably about six or so years, um, and then completely for maybe five. And the first time I drank again, my wife and I went to um, Punta Cana mm-hmm. for a uh, for a friend of mine's wedding, and Colin just just broke his. I mind. didn't mean to do
1: it. Keep keep telling and your story. <laughs> keep telling
0: your so story. the first thing I had was rum, and mm. in, in Punta Cana, and I'm just going to assume that if you stay in an all inclusive resort, they're not using. Top shelf <laughs> rum for the first thing you get. Probably yeah, not. Mm-hmm. and it, it was not nearly this good. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, and this
1: is this is really good. Thank, Thank you. you. It is good. I want more. That's my okay. Awesome. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good sign. So, subtle hint that's, there. Yeah. Well, so, um, so this is um, it's made with uh, blackstrap molasses and dark brown sugar, um, and it is distilled twice um, in our the process that we use. Um, we submitted uh, one of the bottles from batch number three, um, or yeah, batch number three, mm-hmm. um, to the um, American Distilling Institute competition and got a uh, medal for the rum last week as well. Yeah. So why aren't you wearing it? Pretty excited about that. We really should have. <laughs> 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 uh, it,
0: it seemed, so it seemed uh, not funny. us. Every, t- every time someone comes in right after wearing winning, that old no one wears it. And then we well, say, Why didn't you wear it? And they say we should have. Well let, you know, let, let,
3: let me say this. It's it's at the distillery, it's around the bottle. And we, the bottle won the Oh, you know, the, the spirit yeah. one thing. Can you the wear it to first, the festival yeah. at least? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why we compete bring for it a medal if Why you're not? never going to wear it, you know? Why compete for it? I'll
3: tell you what. I'll, I'll, we'll bring the certificate. We have the certificate that okay. says we won. Uh, the medal we'll leave around the bottle back at the distillery. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so like that's where the medal belongs.
1: You, th- This is rum. You said you're doing whiskey. Do you right. have any plans for any other spirits? Wait, wait, wait. Or, there was a story with the rum. Oh. Remember?
0: We got the story and they said we and Then you talked about the medals. I know, but uh, okay, we, on, there's a story with know, the, the rum. went off the rails. There's the on the back
2: oh yeah um so our the name of it is risky rum and some people ask why why you would call it that um and part of it's that we're we're new and it's an unaged rum so you know giving it a sip it could be really harsh it could have different flavors that you're not really looking for um so it's a little bit of a risk to try it but you know some of our our brand or what we're about is uh rewarding rewarding the bold um and so taking a risk sort of deserves that that rewards that's kind of what we're up to. Um we're also chatting a bit about our, you know, what we have on our t-shirts and on the wall is uh live and drink by your own rules. Um and so for us, you know, it's it's great to get an award, it's cool to have people in the industry it's try the product. Wear It, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it didn't agree with the to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um
3: Actually, go great with your shirt, but that's oh, yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs>
2: um but we you know what we're about is not like this is the way to drink or this is the right spirit or whatever, but more um, encouraging people to really try different things, see what they like. Um, if what you like is ours, awesome. We'll tell you all the places to find it, <laughs> um, and also encourage you to try what other people are are making. And I think that's not to go back to the Spirits Festival again, but yeah, well, that's a good <laughs> that's <great>. that's <laughs> Fabulous. I, I think it's. Um, You know, one analogy I use is if people say, like, oh, there's other distilleries, it's like, yeah, we we know, they're our friends, they're doing great stuff. And the analogy is it's like a farmer's market. Mm -hmm. Um, You want there to be other farmers at the farmer's market, or else people aren't really aware of the concept. They're not really sure about what to compare you with. Um, And you're really changing behaviors as you're building that market over time. Um, And similarly, you know, as people go to a farmer's market, they might go to one guy for corn, somebody else for tomatoes. Um, and they may go to somebody to make purchases because they've got a connection with them, they like what they're up to, they like their story. Um, and all of us at the market would prefer that people are shopping there rather than you know, buying cucumbers online which sounds gross. <laughs>
1: um, Who, where do you find that
3: online? Where <laughs> do you find g- Is that online? Peapod, <laughs> right? Cucumbers.com? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Amazon <laughs> Grocery? <laughs> <laughs> grocer. Yeah, yeah <laughs> maybe. Okay. Yeah. Is
2: that and, a thing? And, and, and for yeah, us, uh, I don't know, know in this yeah. area, but yeah. Um, Some areas oh, you, yeah, uh, yeah, you can order. You uh, can order anything cucumbers online. Cucumbers on Amazon. Okay. But they wouldn't be as good as local going to go buy that domain though. Do you guys see Cucumbers online?
0: Just grab that right now. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys? <laughs> do you Unfair. have stuff?
1: Do you have stuff in in like bars and things? Like, had, uh, do you have your liquor?
3: We do. We we just got the license to do this a I couple weeks ago. Awesome.
1: Oh sure. Oh see, somebody else is going. This is, this is, is an this an the yeah. first time.
3: <laughs> that's it's awesome. Good. I
1: I just feel like if I asked for a third, I'd be I'd appear greedy. That's oh, why did you I want stopped. a third? I, I well. We
2: said that now, they, that now that you're now that you're We offering. said this was an hour worth of rums. That's so. that's I ahead, am not yeah,
1: of course. I'm not a big rum fan. I really genuinely like this. Oh, I do. Thank you.
0: I want so uh, w- Graham, did you want more? Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I wonder if it's the um maybe that it's a, that it's not aged. Because I don't think I've ever oh. had unaged rum mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So well maybe we made
3: th- this uh, my my ideal you know way to describe this rum is I want this to be a rum that you can sip. I want this to be a rum that it it, it drinks more like an aged rum or it drinks like a whiskey you know and I think that we've gotten that feedback actually from a lot of people is that this is something they could see themselves you know sipping on and it goes well with a cigar you know uh, more like an aged rum do you you mix it have you like we do we we make uh, a killer um daiquiri with it okay so
2: just real basic um the rum fresh lime juice a little bit of simple syrup Mm. um it batches really nicely put it over some ice people are happy yeah. um. <laughs> people are happy That's a good way to describe winning. it you know. um. winning hashtag
1: winning uh, <laughs> so are you gonna do like vodka or are you blessed. gonna do gin are you we, gonna d- we
3: have a still on order uh that would be vodka and gin specific so yeah. um the idea there uh, you know we'll play around with it we've had customers ask for it and uh, you know it's kind of just responding to the market. Um, it would be such small batches and it'd all be done by hand. It's not really something that the spirits market in the liquor store or anything really might want to pick up because, Mm -hmm. uh, the, the price of it would be just a little bit out of their range or whatever. Um, so it'd be kind of another option for the consumer at the tasting room at this time is what we're envisioning for it. So, uh, you know, it's kind of, Exclusive just to us and just to those customers that want to swing by Mount and check us out. Cool, cool, cool.
0: Now, so how how should someone go about checking you out? Uh-huh. Aha! See awesome. where, when? Yeah. Hours? Days? So,
2: um, often in person. <laughs> um, wait, we are open on Fridays four to seven, Saturdays noon to six, and Sundays two, two to, to six. To six. Um, and our tasting room is on Main Street in Mount Airy. We're in the basement level of 114 South Main Street. So if you've been to town, you might have um, seen Lorenzo's Enzo's Brick Oven Cafe. Mm-hmm. So we're in the same building where they are, um, but just underneath. Um, and we have a small tasting room, so we do um, tours and, and tastings there. Um, our model, we actually don't charge for tours and tastings. We ask for a suggested donation, that we pass along to our social impact partners. Mm -hmm. Um, And what that allows us to do is um, start giving back even though it'll take us a while to be profitable. Um, It was important to us that we could participate in the community, shine a spotlight on what some other organizations are up to. Um, So our customers have been so generous in these first couple months, and um, we really were able to make a a great donation for our first partnership for the first three months. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're just working with a new organization now um, and again, just the, the feedback that people are giving us about um, how they care about these organizations too, and you know, I think it just makes a different connection as people are coming in. Um, optional, you know, if people are coming in with a big group, if you want to um, give a couple dollars for the organization, that's great. Um, and you know, it lets us really focus on you know getting as many people as would like to to try the spirits, um, rather than anybody feeling restricted by what the cost would be for a tour. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we love showing people around, explaining the process, um, introducing them to Tom, our mascot, who is a caribou on the wall. Uh-huh, um, you love <laughs> moose, <laughs> Not a moose. Not a moose, but a caribou. Um, and, and, yeah, that's really the fun part of being a small distillery is having people come by and get to see how the product is made. Um, you know, I think a lot of people are uh, sort of shocked when I introduce them to the entire production team that is – this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, he's often, you know, we, we're working, we're operational, even when we are open. Um, so, you know, we'll often be kind of watch the distiller in his natural habitat, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so running a mash or, you know, being covered in dark brown sugar or whatever else may happen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so is there a story for why there's a caribou head on your wall?
3: It goes back to uh, our, my neighbor back in New Jersey, that's Tom, uh, and he, um, it's, it's kind of a, a double-sided story, so I uh, I really wanted a unique desk, so I was thinking I'd, I'd love to use a trunk lid, so I found the 75 Mercedes 300D uh, trunk lid in the junkyard in Jessup and uh, got it out of the junkyard, cleaned it up, and we turned it into a desk, and I was real proud of it. I sent it back to my neighbor, and I was like, oh, you know, look, look what I've done. And, uh, he's like, you know, what needs to be above that. And my, de- my office is like 10 by 10. And actually now it's her office because I'm almost <laughs> never in there. Um, he's, he sends me a picture of this caribou and I was like, that's cool. But I mean, a the thing is, yeah, the thing's office. like eight <laughs> foot wide. So <laughs> it, it didn't really make sense. So we decided to put it outside instead and, you know, basically have him overlook the entire distillery while we're uh-huh. there and when we're not. So
0: maybe that's what we need in the studio. Yeah, a caribou. 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 How
1: about a live caribou? Oh.
0: Just to live in. I could get in the way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe it'd show up on time. Huh? (laughs) Unlike some people. Oh. Oh.
3: Oh. Oh. So what is it it with producers that always catch hell? I don't (laughs) I I listen to radio shows and podcasts and the producers. They're the only one without a mic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But
0: they can yell. I mean (laughs) they can yell. Um, maybe they're just in general, like if you're a producer, you're a screw up. I didn't oh, oh that's a shot
1: that's a shot so <laughs> <laughs> do you have any uh mainstream rums, liquors, spirits that you guys like
3: mm love probably yeah um i I've been drinking a lot of english harbor rum uh it's from antigua uh I really love the way that one came through uh It's five years old um that's probably one of my favorite rums to go to right now uh to think of some of the
2: For me I, there's a um Leopold Brothers um oh yeah, makes a Maryland style rye. Oh um mm-hmm. they're out in Col- in Colorado, but um it's a sweeter rye than what our product will be cuz our mash is going to be 100% rye grain and this one's has a lot more corn so it has a lot more sweetness to it. Hmm. Um but that's one I really enjoy. Um you know there's there's so many, but Yeah. Well. <laughs> I know like I,
3: I, there's a there's another distillery in Colorado. I, I M- went to college in colorado so i go back very often to see friends and mm-hmm. just hang out but uh um, uh in fort collins colorado you know of uh new belgium and everything else fame there's a bunch of little distilleries around there too so this is a group called feisty that came up with uh, a rye whiskey i absolutely loved mm-hmm. and i think i polished off that bottle in like a week right. and <laughs> you know, i was like <sighs> and i gotta get back to colorado right now <laughs> <'cause it laughs> I mean, they are their s- operation was smaller than ours right now. So how about beer? Do
1: you guys drink beer when you're not drinking spirits? Yeah, and yeah. what what's some of your favorite beer?
3: Um, I mean, I I have to say I'm a Flying Dog fan. Okay, uh, you know, I okay. I really try and get through basically their entire catalog whenever I can. So mm-hmm. you know, whenever they have a new release, I'm all over it. Nice. And uh,
2: yeah, yeah, we've been spending some time up at uh Milk House as well. Okay, so yeah. like some of the things they make, like you know, again, being in the community, being connected, and. They use some of the same rye we're working with on one of their farmyard test batches recently. So, hmm. um, you know, it's good. Just more like hang out and mm-hmm. enjoy something nice there. So
3: Yeah, I mean, we were up at Black Ankle Vineyard two, three weeks ago, you know, enjoying some of their, you know, wines as well. So, hmm. I mean, we're, you know...
2: Mount Airy's small but mighty. So you're like yeah, small <laughs> but,
3: but
0: mighty.
2: opportunity
3: right. <laughs> alcohol consumer. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think you can find... Incredible flavors in all these things, you know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter, you know, mm-hmm. it, what your preference is. You don't love spirits, but that doesn't matter. Like, I love can, risky rum. Well, woohoo! There we go.
0: Use that as a blur.
1: I like that one convert. better than the
2: other yeah.
0: one. <laughs> 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 they have to go in tandem. That's the only way I'm allowed
2: yeah. used. <laughs> perfect. Perfect.
1: And you can find it April 22nd at the Frederick Craft Spirits Festival. That's right. And speaking <laughs> of <laughs> speaking <laughs> of, <on laughs> uh, other places around. That's, that's uh, right. Yes. yes around that's the that's state. state. Speaking
0: (laughs) of plugs, this is the perfect time for you to where uh, where can people find Risky Rum Mm -hmm. and do you have anything coming up or exciting that you want to let people know
3: about? Yeah. So we can you can currently find Risky Rum at uh, a handful of locations. We just got the license a few weeks ago and have been working real hard to get out there. Um, We're currently at uh, Sephora de Cuba and um, uh, uh, Carter Q over in Mount Airy. As far as restaurants, uh, we're over in uh, Westminster at College Square Liquors. We're in Mount Airy at Mount, uh, Mount Airy Liquors and uh, Castle Liquors.
2: Newmarket Beer and Wine, New Market, and, Beer Riverside and, wine and Riverside Liquors. And
3: Riverside
0: Liquors as well. Riverside has everything. They do. Yeah, have they place do. The place is like a mm-hmm.
3: superstore of alcohol. Yeah. yeah love yeah. them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I so when I was there, I noticed a sign that said they were the number one sales of flying dog in the country. And I was like that makes sense i mean the store is huge and they carry yeah. a ton yeah. of stuff so
0: it used to be yeah. a blockbuster was it yeah huh. interesting they they had just a small section of the building and then the other part was a blockbuster and then okay. when blockbuster went under they expanded they throughout the whole good for them. the rest oh, of it and that's when they, they really took off with craft beer too yeah. like that's
3: yeah. it's one of the best places in
0: frederick to go to get craft beer
3: yeah, so as we get out there, you know, we'll just we're gonna start updating the website now with other places that we are and other places that we're gonna be. So, um it's again, it's just the two of us and the sales force is most of the time just me, you know, taking a Tuesday where I'm not distilling or mashing or doing something else, cleaning up usually, uh to get out there and speak to the, you know, local bartenders and restaurant owners and everything else. So, um, We'll, we'll get to as many places as we can as soon as we can. So just keep checking back and you know, asking for it by name. Cool.
0: Do you know where you'll be April 22nd? I
3: heard something about a uh, festival. <laughs> can you tell them about that, Colin? Yes, as, as I
1: actually can. I don't know if anybody's heard about this. <laughs> or any, but but uh, at the 200 East Art House at 200 East Patrick Street in downtown Frederick, Maryland, the first ever Frederick Craft Spirits Festival, miscellaneous, going to be
3: there. Oh, okay, cool. I, d- so I, I, heard, so I heard something that about, sounds about like
1: that. Fun. This and this rum that we're raving about, I'm assuming that you will be giving people samples who who are there. Is, that, is that correct? Yeah. We so will be. That'll be fun. There'll be music. There'll be lectures. How should people get tickets? You can go then? to Frederick Crafts. Is it Frederick Spirits Festival? Yeah. Yes, Frederick Spirits, spirits <laughs> Festival.com. <laughs> yeah. I almost said Craft Spirits. FrederickSpiritsFestival.com. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And you can drink all the rum you want. I don't think that's
0: actually true
1: but <laughs> you, you'll also <laughs> be able you buy to buy cocktails you won't be able to buy cocktails, okay. but you will be able to buy bottles right, right. To take mm-hmm. you'll with be able with you to buy so bottles. if you so actually want to buy some a bottle of this to take home with you then you could drink this as much is the as it perfect, perfect place to do that yeah. right yeah this that is, would be a good time That'd be a very good time.: Well thank so you
0: guys so for good. coming in It's been a wonderful time. Thanks I hope Colin it. didn't get on your nerves too bad I did. I mean, not as much yeah. as Graham, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> a given. Not Graham, our <laughs>
1: producer. <laughs>
0: right. so, thank you for uh, coming in, and thank you for everyone for watching in this message. Cheers.